Hey everyone, my name is Addison. And this is Jordan. Welcome to the Mesh Teams podcast, a podcast all about leadership and teamwork. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about giving and receiving feedback. Let's get into it. So today we're going to talk about feedback, what it means, what does it look like, how to give it, and how to receive it. Mm -hmm. So Addison, can you give us the why behind the what? Why is feedback important and kind of give us some enlightenment about it? When I think about feedback, I think I can't think about it without utilizing or thinking through the design process. So I'm a professor at Syracuse University and I teach an introductory to graphic design course. And the design principles and design thinking tools are paramount when it comes to um, feedback. There are five principles to the design process and really design thinking as a whole. And all design thinking is, is just utilizing tools that you have or a thinking process that uh, graphic designers or people who use a lot of visual communication, right? They use this. They use this process to think through and create solutions. So you have identify, which is very clear that you have to identify the, the thing that you're designing for and why you're designing it. You have to empathize, so you have to understand and see from somebody else's perspective. You have to ideate, which is going to really be creating solutions. Then you have to go off to create the actual solutions. And then the last part is to test. So after you've gone through all five of those things throughout the design thinking process, you need to test your, your thought process. You need to test your ideas. And I think that's where feedback comes into play. Hmm. When you are giving or receiving feedback, when it comes to the design process, you're literally taking the things that you've implemented and you're testing it. I think feedback has been given a really bad rap because oftentimes it's considered negative that if I'm going to receive feedback, it, it's going to be a negative thing. It's going to be something that I actually need to yeah. brace for. Or like constructive criticism mm -hmm. or something like that. The word criticism is always in there. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's something's going to come at me. Someone's going to be mean to me. It's a negative environment. But feedback can be extremely positive. You don't have to have you don't have to always have a, a space that provides or creates a, an environment where neg negativity has to exist all the time, especially as it relates to feedback. And so what you're doing when you're giving feedback in the creative space is you're, you're actually getting more clarity on the things that you're implementing so that you can actually provide a better solution. Mm. So when you receive feedback, that's why receiving feedback as a leader and as a team member is so important because what it gives you is it gives you the actual ability to be a better leader, to be a better, a better team member, and ultimately create a better environment for you to actually get to the solutions or realize the vision that yeah. you have. Yeah, so like even as a creative, you, you know, you're making things for clients a lot of times. Exactly. Right? You're creating, you're, you're fulfilling a brief. And so feedback, in, in essence, helps you hit the target mm -hmm. more accurately. Yeah. Right. So you, you shoot at the target, you miss. Well, that's immediate feedback if you're actually shooting at targets. But when you're creating something, there's interpretation. And in the same way in teams, when you're leading something, when you're performing or doing something, there's a lot of room for interpretation. There's a lot of room for 
what I think versus what you think and all those things. But if we're working with other people and for other people, it's important that we receive their feedback so that we come close to the target of where the collective yep. is trying to go. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So that's, that's excellent. And so I think now we need to get into a little bit as to like, what does it look like to give feedback? Right. So we know that feedback is not always negative. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes celebrating a win. It's positive, right? Absolutely. It's, it's actually, it's good in a culture to have positive feedback as just the same amount as your constructive feedback, right? Hey, yeah. when you did this, you did great. We, we had mesh teams, we call it speaking life, right? Yeah. We want, we want to make speaking life a part of your regular routine and your culture. And what does that look? So to speak like to somebody is to call out the good in them, to call out their wins, not just their losses. It's important that we do both equal handedly, right? Because that's how we hit the target better. So if you're hitting the target, someone should tell them, hey, you hit the target. Great job. You know, keep it up. You're doing something right. How can I learn? How can I get feedback Mm -hmm. from your accuracy? Right. And that's kind of part of the why behind what feedback does. Feedback helps us grow towards the targets in our life that we want to hit. Yep. And so when it comes to giving feedback, Addison, give us some actionable steps. What are some things that we can do to give feedback in a way that matters? So I think that we often at Mesh talk about three different things that when it comes to giving feedback that you, we, we're really going to focus on today. So that's the first is to be specific. The second is that environment matters. So environment or the timing matters. And the third is to make it regular. So when it comes to the first principle that we're talking about here, which is to be specific, that is key. I love this quote from Dave Ramsey. He talks about the fact that to be unclear is to be unkind. Ooh. And so you have to say make, that again, say that again, say that again. <laughs> you have to make sure that you're clear to be unclear is to be unkind. So when I'm giving somebody feedback on a graphic design piece that they're making or when I'm receiving that feedback, I want it to be really specific. So I had one experience one time where I was working with an art director and it took me about a week to make this one piece. It was really involved. It was gonna be in a very big retail space and it was a very large print. So I made it, it took me a week to do that and I, I like struggled through this thing and I like poured a lot of hours into it and he asked me to get it printed and to put it up on a wall for me to give some feedback. We're going to talk about it. And at that time, he just comes up to the piece. It, now this thing is probably like, it's at least eight feet hmm. by, by like seven or six feet wide. It's big. It's not small. He rips it down and he just says, never fall in love with anything you do. And he walks away. <laughs> what? And after he did that, I was like, well, that wasn't helpful at all. <laughs> I, I actually don't know where to go. I, I don't know anything that I need to do to improve upon this piece. Wow. And so I say that to say that what is helpful when you're giving feedback is to be specific about the behavior mm-hmm. or to be specific about the thing that needs to change or needs to be different. Now, in that experience, if he had come in and said, hey, I don't think that this typeface works really well for this. I think that you need to change this color. Or have you considered the fact that your kerning actually 
has these implications. Like you have to be, if he was to give me specific advice mm -hmm. or specific things that I need to change, I could actually walk away from that. Even though I don't, may not feel great about it. I could walk away with it with some actionable things, something tangible that I can actually put my hands on mm -hmm. and I can, I can control and I can help you. Cause there's nothing more unhelpful than someone saying, well, I just feel like you're this way. Right. And they speak in this general sense and you're getting feedback, but there's nothing to grab onto. Mm -hmm. It's like this, like a feeling that is nonspecific. Or if someone says, Oh, you, will you always do this? Or this is something you do. And then, but you, they should come with a specific factor. So leaders, if you're dealing with team members that need some feedback on some stuff, it's important that you are specific as to what those behaviors were. So, and it's, we're going to get into this a little bit, not to case build, but you should definitely keep account of the circumstances by which they need feedback on. So that way there's something to grab onto. They mm -hmm. can remember that they can say, okay, this, this was a moment where I was perceived in a way or I did something and, or I behaved in a way that didn't hit the target of where I'm supposed to be hitting. So, and that's the thing. So when you're shooting at a target, you got to be specific. Hey, you missed down to the left and to the right by four inches. And we're hitting this target. Yes. Right. You're addressing the behavior. That's you're great. addressing the thing. You're not mm -hmm. addressing the person. Mm -hmm. Obviously you can, you can, this art director that I worked with is awesome. Yeah. He's great. But the way that he gave me feedback on this thing, it did not work for me. I didn't have a specific target. I didn't yeah. know what behavior, I didn't know what I needed to, to change from there. So that's exactly what mm. we're looking for mm -hmm. when you're in a team, whether you're on a team or you're a leader leading a team, you want to be specific when yep. you give feedback out. Be specific about the behavior and be specific about the goal. Because mm -hmm. sometimes the goal's not clear. That's why the behavior doesn't match what the goal is. Exactly. Because the target keeps moving. If the target keeps moving, well, then, of course, you're going to get that's a whole other subject. Woo, I can get into that all day long. So let's get on to the second one. What's the second one, Addison? The second one is environment matters. So the environment in which you decide to give people feedback and the timing that you decide to give people feedback matters immensely. It matters more than you can understand. It matters because where you do it and how you do it is going to impact how people are going to receive it. Mm. Mm-hmm. So if you're giving feedback from a desk, like from behind a desk, know that that is going to create an environment Ooh. that is going to dictate in part how someone's going to receive that feedback. Or if you're deciding to give feed them feedback at a coffee shop or over the phone, or maybe you've decided to give feedback in public in a public forum, right? Where you're in a team meeting, all of that matters because it's going to determine how they're going to receive it and how they receive it is going to potentially warp their understanding of it. On one of the teams I was leading, I had to give a team member some constructive feedback and I chose to give them that feedback in a very public forum, mm. in a very public place. And so when I did that, I watched dissent happen amongst the team. I watched <laughs> the body language of my team completely get tense. I felt the environment completely shift and change. 
this individual that I was giving the feedback to had a very intense reaction to it as well. Um, there was high emotions uh, within that, and I immediately regretted giving them that feedback in that environment. Now, the feedback still needed to happen. I, mm -hmm. Without question, I needed to give this person the feedback. But I chose the wrong environment to give it in. Mm -hmm. And so what I then had to do was because I gave the negative feedback or the constructive feedback publicly, I had to apologize to my team publicly. Then I had to go in and I had to go to the person and privately one-on-one -on -one, and then I had to make amends with that person and with that individual. And that was hard. It took a lot, it took a lot of time for me to really mend and correct that relationship. And not only mend and correct the relationship, but really um, smooth things over with, with my team that I was leading. Mm -hmm. All because I chose to give feedback that this person needed to have in the wrong environment. So you have to make sure that you're considering the environment that you're giving feedback to your team and to the people in it. Because ultimately, as leaders, you're leading people and they matter. They matter the most. Mm -hmm. And you have to make sure that the environment that you're giving it in is conducive to the type of feedback that you're looking at, you're looking for them to receive. You know, if <clears throat> we're shooting at a target, right? And I'm giving someone feedback to go back to that target example as to how far they're hitting the target, how close it is and how off it is to the target that we've set. Mm -hmm. Well, if it's like super cold out and windy out, Right. And I'm giving them feedback, but they can't hear it because they're shivering or they're whatever. They can't hear it in the same way where if it was like the right environment for me to give them that feedback, it's not going to land as well. Or they're going to have excuses. They're going to make things up as to why they can't receive it or this or that. You want to bring down as many of those defenses or many of those straw man arguments that you can. So that way the feedback can land well, inclusive of not just constructive, but also positive. Right. Because if you're giving someone positive feedback in the middle of their whirlwind, they're not actually going to receive the nutrients that it can bring them. Mm -hmm. So you want to get them in a space where they're relaxed, where they can hear it, where they can hold it, where they can deal with it, and then give them that positive feedback as well. Like, hey, you did this. Own it. That's amazing. Keep hitting it. And that way they can really integrate that in their lives and move forward with it. So let's get on to the third thing in giving feedback. What's the third point? So we talk about making it regular. The third thing is that feedback should be regular, whether it's positive or negative, you should have it at a regular time. It should be part of the normal cadence of your organization, of your team, of your leadership, and really of your life to receive and give feedback. So it should be rhythmic. It's a part of your culture. Absolutely. So giving feedback, it, it shouldn't be, you shouldn't ambush people with it, mm -hmm. right? You got to make it right. You can't case build, you know, like build a, and I talked about this earlier, but you can't like hold a bunch of, a bunch of events against somebody over a long period of time. Then all of a sudden be like, and this is what you did. Boom. You know, yeah. give it all to them. You need to make it a regular occurrence, a cultural norm in your organization or on your team or in your family, whatever.
but to make feedback regular because we're going to meet, we're going to talk, we're going to, we're going to go over these things. Mm -hmm. We're going to constantly course correct and adjust to whether, whether you're hitting the target or whether you're off. We're going to keep talking about it because this is important to who we are and where we're going. And so if you don't do that, if you don't make it regular, then you can't be specific. Oh, right. Like now, now I can't be specific with you because there's a lot that you need to change. There's a lot of targets that you've missed. There's a lot of things that are off and it makes correcting those behaviors really overwhelming and profoundly hard. And it makes the climb to better a lot steeper than it needs to be Mm. all because it just wasn't a regular occurrence. Mm -hmm. And again, that's positive or negative. Mm -hmm. It has damaging effects, negative, right? If you need to give somebody constructive feedback and you're withholding that information, you're, you're being unkind. You're not Mm -hmm. being kind to that person. You're leaving them at a deficit. Mm -hmm. The wake of not giving them feedback on a consistent basis doesn't enable you as the leader to really help get the best out of them. And it damages the team and organization because there's not a regular time where we can really evaluate, hey, are we hitting the target or are we missing the target? Mm -hmm. That's all feedback is trying to do. Again, Mm -hmm. go back to design thinking. When you get to the when you get to the testing process of design thinking, that's the last piece. You're just getting feedback. Hey, am I, is the thing that I'm doing, is the way that I'm creating, is this movement that I'm going in, is it in the right direction? If that's a yes, awesome. I want to hear that. Give me that feedback. Mm-hmm. If it's a no, then what needs to change so that I can make sure that I'm hitting this target right where it needs to be? Again, don't withhold this from your teams. It can have such, it can pollute the soil of your teams. It it really is, it's it's damaging to your teams. You're not going to enable them and the people on your teams to grow. Yeah. You got to, it's, it's the best example I can think of in the moment is I have a tendency sometimes like with my room, thankfully my wife has adjusted this in my life. But before I had a wife, um, with my room, my room would slowly atrophy (laughs) over time and it would be a hot mess and then i would wake up and clean it all up in a moment right Mm -hmm. but instead what would have been great is if i made it regular to clean and to do some of these things i would be more on the target of what i expect of myself right which is to have a clean excellent space and i wouldn't just deal with the atrophy of things and have to go all the way back to to the beginning, you know, to make it that way and, and exert all this energy. It's there's a law of inertia where it's easier to change something already in motion than it is to change something at a standstill. Mm. And so if there's if there's a uh, a lot of case building and right. a lot of stuff that's been over time where you haven't really addressed it right that's not in motion it's not in motion it's in a standstill there's no there's not a culture of motion and change in course correction so the energy you you have to use to move that thing at a standstill is three times as much as it is is if it's already in motion and it's already used to being course corrected right even if it's in the wrong direction you can use the motion and put it in another direction much easier it's less energy than to move something from standing still. I think that that's profound. 
that feedback can actually be a catalyst and an agent to keep your organization and your team in motion. It keeps mm. the pursuit of becoming better a focus because you're not trying to make a team perfect. You're not trying to get perfection. You're trying to make your team, your people to be better. Mm -hmm. And that's what feedback does is it enables you to do that. It enables you to ideate, to identify, to create, to empathize. You can walk through those design thinking principles over and over and over again which helps your team not only become better in the moment, but it also helps them to respond to things in the future. You'll, you'll have a team that isn't going to be so shaked or so rocked by change because they have this loop that helps them to be better, which is feedback. Yeah. When a plant is dying, it's giving us feedback as to what it needs to live. So, we have to look at our environment, look at the people in our lives and see what is the feedback, the nonverbal, the non-intentional feedback that they're mm -hmm. giving us that signifies us as leaders, as colleagues, that we need to adjust and maybe water the soil of their lives in a way that helps them grow and that helps us grow. Maybe there's some leaves in our plant that's a little dead. We need some nutrients and we need some water to help us grow in a better direction. In the end, feedback is a source. It's, a, it's an indicator of how we can grow better, of how we can thrive, is how we can move forward and meet the goals and the targets of our own lives. Well, we're going to get into the next episode. We're going to get into what does it look like to receive feedback. So for this first episode, Addison, about giving feedback and the why of feedback, can you give us a little, uh, what are the takeaways? What are the main things that we need to walk away from? So when it comes to giving feedback, whether you're on a team, maybe you're a team member and you're trying to lead up, or you're just a leader amongst your team, or you're a leader over a team, there's three things that you should remember when it comes to giving feedback. The first is that you need to be specific. Being clear, being unclear is to be unkind. And when you are specific, it helps you to be kind and address the behavior or the action that you're looking to change. Second is that environment matters. Where you give feedback is going to impact how people receive your feedback. And the third thing is to make it regular. Feedback should be a part of the cadence of accountability and should be a part of your culture that you have amongst your team. And just remember that feedback gives us the indicators that help us chisel away at the things that don't matter or the things that we need to adjust in order to grow into the most mature and effective version of ourselves. Thanks again for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with someone and leave us a review. You can get access to our show notes and learn more about how you can implement what we spoke about in today's episode at meshteams.com. And remember, we're all in this together. And no step towards growth is ever too small. We'll see you next time.